Lisa. Hi, Natalie. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Good, good. Welcome to my podcast. It's called Pan African Bites. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure to have you with us. And um, we're just going to talk a little bit about your business. So Pan-African Enterprise Research Council, as you're aware of from our previous conversation, we're having a conference in Trinidad in July this year, yes, 2023. And it's all about Black entrepreneurship in the 21st century. And so we're having these few discussions with Black entrepreneurs representing the diaspora in Trinidad and across the Caribbean, maybe also across um, other regions in the world. But tonight we are focusing on Trinidad female entrepreneurs. So once again, welcome. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about your business, Lisa. What do you do and how long have you been in business? Okay, so what I should say, I'm not fully launched as yet, but as I have learned, the business starts from the day that you would have planned. So I would say during the pandemic, I have been attending jewelry making workshops. And so 2020, let's say two years, two years um, in the planning and development stage for my business. Um, have have I fully launched meaning am I doing sales regularly I would say no it was basically based on my community the um, they would have seen my pieces and said okay I'm interested in getting this for a friend or you know so that is how it has been going thus far um, so I am basically at the stage where I need to gain visibility Mm-hmm. And I have tried two markets, my South Market and Roots Yard, which is very, um, by the name, it's um, Rootsy and African, African-centric. Well, at least so I thought until I went to it. And I must say, it is a representation of Trini because everybody, every creed, every race <laughs> were at that site, you know, young and old. So even though the name is Roots Yard and I might be advertising for them. But <laughs> yeah, it's a meeting place for Trini, every creed and race. Oh, yeah. that's really good, Lisa. So, but I think you're being too humble because I have seen... <laughs> y'all, I have seen Lisa's jewelry and I was absolutely blown away. If this is what you're doing in the planning stages, as you say, wow, I cannot wait for when you officially launch. Make sure and hook me up, connect with me so that I can just share it with as many people as I can in my network because y'all, Lisa, her jewelry, off the hook. Love it, love it, love it. But Lisa, so you, you're in the middle of launching and, um, you know, so many people speak about challenges being an entrepreneur. Um, have you experienced any specific challenges you want to share? And do you feel as a black female entrepreneur, you have unique challenges that you need to overcome? Um, what can I say? I mean, 
I think some some of the challenges could be self, meaning, well, I mean, as you just said, that I am too humble <laughs> based on what um, what my creativity has shown you. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it could be like a mindset, you know, that mindset that maybe you're not good enough. Um, if, and now another challenge is social media because everybody seems to think that is the place to be. That's the place to be in order to to gain visibility. As I said, I need to get visibility because only if people know about your products would you be able to actually, you know, um, like open the door for customers to come in, basically. So mindset, definitely. And being um, okra with the trends that are in now with social media and you know getting that type of skills that skill set because that's that's where the world is moving you know there are more on a lot of online stores i mean if when we look at the pandemic a lot of places would have closed and Mm -hmm. now it's more online and you know i mean you don't have to you don't have to pay for rent so that could be a is a plus but you still have to get the skill to brand to brand your business and also to present to the the audience that you want to target yeah so so that's my challenge actually because i'm not a social media type person but it seems if you really want to get out there social media seems to be the place to be so that skill that upskilling for 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 technology and social media is is a challenge for me um my experiences at the south markets um you know jewelry making i would question myself in the sense that there are so many there are so many um other jewelers out there and so then what would differentiate you from the others and cause um persons to gravitate to you as opposed to them you know so right so as a new entrepreneur, that's that's one of the um, challenges I face. Um, you know, people would look at the products. So my experience at Roots at Roots Yard and our South Market, they would look at they would look at it and they would say, "Wow, beautiful!" But would they buy? You know. So yeah. Okay, and and I thank you for being so you know, open and, you know, about your experiences and your challenges. I, I think what you have shared, a lot of persons experience that. And I don't see it as being something specific to an African female entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. So, so far, what you have shared, I think, you know, I can, you know, summarize and say it's probably a challenge that any entrepreneur will you know have to face or may have to face whether you're female male african you know caucasian whatever it may be um but you know that there's this this theory or research that has taken place um i mean we read about it all the time that black persons or or persons of african descent you know are risk adverse and so because we are risk averse when it comes to business many of us don't get into business do you think that is true would you say that is accurate i mean the research is is there but but do you feel now in 2023 
as you rightly said, having gone through the pandemic, when I think many persons realized that there were opportunities, you know, online and they took advantage of that. Um, do you think that still holds true for many African persons who may desire, you know, going into business that they, that we are risk adverse because of our, our race? Um, okay, so you say risk of this because of the race, and I think it, it probably can stem from um, experience, mm-hmm. Ex- well, experiences, um, knowing the um, history, black history, you know. So, you know, I, I always tend to hear that other persons fare, other races fare better. Or, or, or are given um, a fairer treatment than mm-hmm. black. So I think it, it could stem from that, um, why it may seem that blacks are risk averse. They probably would say, okay, I may not make it because if if another race does it, they, they would get the loans, they would get the, they would get the push into, into that direction and we won't. So, so I, I wouldn't say it's like risk averse. It might be we not good enough, or we would not we wouldn't get the favor if we um, venture out. But I mean, from from looking at you know the various markets that have been at, there are um, female black entrepreneurs that are um you know uh, i don't know if it's successful because um i don't have that personal um contact but they are in existence and have been in existence for the past five years or so and actually have been given the opportunity to um like supported by other foundations within trinidad and tobago so the possibilities are there i think it's the the mindset and the attitude that needs to be um changed um that we are gifted just as everybody mm-hmm. else god has made us Correct. with giftings and, and that we can offer um to the world we have solutions that we can um provide Correct. to solve problems and so it's, it's a matter of changing mindsets and being bold and courageous and fulfilling that purpose that is being built inside. Well said, Lisa, well said. And I think, you know, you've given quite a lot of information for our listeners to chew on. And you've given some very good advice, so to speak, um, you know, from your own experiences as to what may be holding back some of us why we may be quote unquote risk averse um, and you know what the real issues may be that may be causing us african persons um to not really pursue business it to me it sounds like it's really you know listening to the old narrative as opposed to probably you know, moving beyond what we've heard and what we've been told mm-hmm. and, you know, not opening our eyes to see how many 
African persons have been successful in business and how many new African persons are getting into business. So, um, Lisa, the conversation has been really interesting. Um, I'm sure the listeners have learned a lot. I've learned a lot. But unfortunately, our time is up. (laughs) (laughs) As it's really... Time flies when you're having fun. So, um, I can't Yes, so I hope that you can join us on another podcast and we can continue this conversation. Yeah. So happy to meet you again. Great, wonderful. So you were listening to Lisa, who is into the jewelry business. Um, we will share her information later on, um, and you can get further information on our website, Instagram account, Facebook page, and um, just remember, Pan African Enterprise Research Council. We are having our. 2023 conference in july it's going to be held at the hilton hotel you can get all the information about our conference at www.paerc.org you can email us at p-a-n-a-f-r-e-r-c at gmail.com check us out on facebook instagram linkedin we are all over give us a call we want to hear from you and we want to see you at our conference in July, 26th to the 20th. So stay tuned for our next podcast. Until then, bye.